and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode 241 for Wednesday, December 31st, 2021. The final day is upon us. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> the Optional Podcast is a show all about video games and how they connect to the world around us. Recorded each week from New York City and the Bay. <clears throat> and recorded around and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm joined by my one and only co-host, Cam Brewster. What it do? Yo, what up, y'all? Oh, yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy New Year's. Is it New Year's or New Year? Uh, New Year? Happy New Year. Yeah. Or Happy New Year's. New Year's. I like <laughs> I like both. I like I could do both. That reminds um, me like of like uh I don't this is a super side tangent, but like you know how in sports, especially American sports, they go they go into the finals. It's yeah, like, it's one it's one game, it's the final. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. Why would we call it the finals? Well, this the, it is the NBA finals. Cause there are multiple. I guess so. But yeah, the finals. Yeah, I don't like that. It's weird. <laughs> also, I don't know if it's so. I've heard it motorsports and motorsport. Ooh. So I say motorsports. What did the Migos say? The Migos. Yeah. Then they have that song called Motorsport. Oh, I don't. I got it. I don't even know. I'm motorsports. So out of the loop. So washed. I don't even know. You know, you know the, song. the song. I guarantee you know. The song. I kn- I do know the song. Yeah, okay. I just sure know the know. name of the song. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know. That's that likely. That's more likely. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been good. You know, I, I kind of joke that it's like the final day, but I saw this really funny TikTok just earlier that was like these this group of four people like counting down uh, on New Year's for, you know, on 2020. And um, they're like, they do the countdown and they're like, Happy New Year. And then it just like cuts to like them all like disheveled with like masks hanging off their ear. And it says like 2022 in the background with the balloon. Like, it's pretty funny. It was funny. Like just the yeah. past two years have just felt like, one year you know like one eternal year yeah we were talking about this right before we started recording (sighs) it's like it's so blended i I try to think back about like when i was trying to like think about the games i've played and shows i've watched and just things i've done i keep thinking back and i keep blending the years i'm like no that that came out no what did final fantasy it was 2017 (laughs) yeah it's like god (laughs) damn that was a while ago you know like yeah i was in like three different apartments during this whole pandemic which is kind of crazy oh yeah right? at least you have some sort of like yeah i have some markers to cut break off it up. Point. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because for me it's just one like big <laughs> blur of just soup soupy memories yeah um yeah no it's it's been it's been wild to to think about that shit but um yeah i don't know i i think it's like good to take a breather every once in a while i think mm-hmm. the past two years have felt like one of those last movies from a book series that they realized they can't squeeze all of that into like the final yeah. just one movie so they split it up into part one and part two this feels like we're kind of entering part two this is basically season two we're <laughs> gonna enter season two of covid like, no nah, it's like the the last season of the sopranos is like you know <laughs> part a part b right know, season oh, yeah, two yeah, yeah. part b right, right right yeah that's true i forgot it's like split up like that um <laughs> Yeah, and who knows if if we'll make it out alive. Jesus. Find out. Not with this administration. Stay tuned. <laughs> welcome yeah, to the political hour. Wow, welcome to the optional where we, you know, obviously are not afraid to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, fuck. But um true. yeah, no, it's been it's been good to just take a breather though too. Like I I've been mm-hmm. kind of like definitely taking it a lot slower these past 
this past couple of these past couple of weeks actually to be honest after we got back from LA I've been like I was like okay I need to really slow the fuck down cool your um, jets even though yeah yeah even though I still kind of hit the ground running so to speak but um that's good nice. I mean yeah, yeah you gotta you definitely gotta take care of yourself and like especially towards this time of year right like everything can kind of feel immediate you have to like wrap up and tie up loose ends it's just that feeling like when you really don't right right? like you don't unless you have like work obligations of course like that's one thing but like in life it kind of feels that way and you're just like nah let me let me chill out for a little bit you know yeah yeah i've been definitely been feeling that way right like we've been trying to get the apartment together before the end of the year and it, sure. it feels like oh we have to get it done before the first and it's like no no we don't no, <laughs> ain't nobody coming over this crib anyway so it's like <laughs> let's take our time with it and you know enjoy our, our you know just these slower days you know yeah definitely and also you know smart because uh it's it's getting wild out there yeah, with Mario Mario oh variant running wild jesus christ it, it's, um, it's brutal yeah it's it's been it's been pretty spooky but um, I don't know. We figured this is the last episode of the year. Nothing, nothing real special planned. No. Uh, I know we used to do like awards and stuff, but eh. Maybe we could talk about like some highlights if we, if, yeah. you know, something that you, you, you liked this year. We don't have to make it a list or anything. It could just be some stuff that stuck out. Um, yeah, I mean, we could, uh, we could, we could tackle that in uh, the question segment. Okay, cool. Because we do have a, a question that is pretty much exactly that. So we can uh, save those. Stay tuned. That's what I call a little cliffhanger for you listeners. If this is your first episode, <laughs> uh, hi, um, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Don't be a dick. That's pretty much the only <laughs> rule. The, don't yeah, be a we dick. have one rule. Don't yeah, be don't a be a dickhead. Uh, but. Why don't we uh, start the show off? Let's do it. Okay, so um, remember how last week I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm just at the year. I'm probably just going to play like one or two more games and Mm -hmm. stick with Guardians and finish up Halo. And then... My brother, who is wild and out out of his mind, <laughs> um, for whatever reason, thought it would be wise to um, give me a PS Five for Christmas. Oh, that's so dope! I saw I saw your uh, your Twitter post, and I was just like, man, what a gi- like that's so good. What a gift. You had no idea, right? Like, I had no that's, idea. That's first of better. all, that's so good. First of all, I would like to say for the record, I am a grown ass man. Okay. <laughs> If I want a console, I will just get it. Right. And that's what I usually do. And I've been trying to do it. I haven't been like super, super on the ball, so to speak, with with the releases and stuff. But like whenever I whenever I see one cross, you know, come across my timeline, that's like, all right, at 3 p.m., Walmart's gonna sell PS5s. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And then it, it just never works out. So I'm like, you know what? I have till March. Like I that was like kind of like my deadline, because that's when Gran Turismo comes out. Which is the pretty much the only reason why I want a PlayStation Five. Right. At least that's what I thought. Um. So I was like, I got time. You know, like all those other games, I'll wait and then I'll just kind of build them up and I'll play them over the summer or whatever, whatever. So I was not expecting this at all, and so this completely took me by surprise. Because I mean, like I'm, you know, we're of a certain age. You, you don't, you don't really expect those kinds of gifts, gifts anymore. Only because a, you either just get them yourself if they're fucking available, Walmart and Best Buy and everywhere else. 
and uh, B, just because like you know a lot of that goes towards the the young the kids nowadays. You know that goes to like our nephews and our nieces, which we also definitely spoiled this Christmas. And, and yes, if you're listening to this twenty years from now, whatever, kids, you're so spoiled. Um, yeah, I am very jealous of your Christmases. <laughs> um, so uh, you know that's kind of where I that's where my head was at. I, I'm like I'm at the age now where I'm happy to go home with like socks. Oh and hell a yeah! Gift card. I love to, a, like Target. I love a practical cool. gift, right? Uh, anyway, long story short, I got a PS5, and so I have you know while I was away, I had my phone with me and my little controller thingy that I've still been using, and I have still been I have still been playing Dead Cells whenever I have the chance, just to kind of keep up with it, keep my my brain busy a little bit, so to speak. And so that's been fun still, especially on the phone with the controller. Uh, I finished up Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Um, so would you would you def- like land with it? I absolutely loved it. Nice. I, um, ended. It's definitely if I had a game of the year list, it would definitely be in the top ten, no question. Um, it'd probably be like in the middle, maybe towards the back, but you know, still like worthy of a of mm-hmm. a shout out, and I think we're like worthy of your consideration if you're looking for stuff to play. Over the holiday break, especially like right now, I think it's even on sale at the moment. I could be wrong on certain stores. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Great, great ending. Super well written. You know, some of the stuff gets a little like some of the there there are some problems with like the platforming and stuff. It is a little clunky here and there. The combat can get kind of frustrating sometimes. But for the most part, I also played it on easy per Nikki's recommendation, actually, um, which was a great idea because it helped me just kind of breeze right through it. And uh, I had a really good time with it. And it kind of got it kind of get got me back into like the Marvel headspace a little bit because I have been kind of feeling fatigued. I, I didn't finish Loki. I didn't finish. Uh, I didn't even check out Hawkeye, which I hear is great. Yeah. So I'm I, I, I'm gonna get to that, and I'll, I'll talk about why in a, in a little bit. But um, so I finished that up after I came home <laughs> with my PlayStation Five and hooked it up and everything, and um, I also got to got to finally check out the entirety of Astro's Playroom, which. Uh, this is all like old news to everybody, but uh, wow, what what a what a great way to like show off the capabilities of the PlayStation, and like in general, I think the the sort of like first out of the box experience of the PS5 is so much better than the Xboxes. Yeah. I mean, like the Xbox, you know, assuming you have Game Pass Ultimate or Game Pass whatever, you know, you have tons of things to download. But like the way in which the PS5 welcomes you, especially with that. Astro's Playroom demo and everything mm-hmm. like it just does such a better job of of making you feel like you got a brand new piece of hardware especially because we got my nephews and my niece an Xbox for Christmas and setting that up was like a pain in the ass because like neither of them had any Xbox accounts we had to set that all up and once we were all done kind of setting that putting that together like it's just like okay here's your home screen right and it's like oh uh, okay well, uh, i guess we're downloading game pass right now <laughs> yeah i guess uh let's just look through game pass <laughs> so you know it, it's definitely not the same they have a lot to learn from from playstation i feel like and in a lot of ways i think ps5 also has a lot to learn from xbox but that's a whole different yeah you know discussion in any case um astro's playroom was such a phenomenal heartwarming demo that kind of you know tugs at your heartstrings or, or your sort of like nostalgia, especially if you've sort of been a fan of PlayStation since the beginning, which I absolutely have been. Um, so it is kind of cool to see that stuff like, oh, wow, it's an old PS1 or like, look at this PSP or whatever. And, uh, the you know, the um, inventive ways in which they 
showcase what the controller is capable of and the entire experience just feels so much more premium than the Xboxes. And um yeah, and then I also got Sp- uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I've just started up. I'm about halfway through already. I hear it's a really short game, which is beautiful. I love that. And uh, now that I finished with Guardians, I'm also trying to get through Halo Infinite's campaign. And and I just want to say really quickly, Halo Infinite's campaign is hitting the sort of sweet spot for me at the, at the moment of um, the sort of open world, Far Cry, Breath of the Wild, you know, do go where I want to go and in, in whatever direction I want to go. And like with the with the hookshot mechanic, or I forget what it's called, the, the grappling yeah. hook, essentially. Um, it is so much fun to upgrade that thing and then use it basically like Spider-Man. But it, but in this case, you're like literally, you know, in Spider-Man, it's like it's very forgiving, like and it kind of handles a lot of that momentum and and that sort of physics for you. Like you're not really. Right, you don't have to. We're really not going to stop it. you if you fuck up and yeah. smash into this building. <laughs> right, right. But in Halo, if it does feel like you're playing Portal in the in the sense of like, oh, I have to, I have to actually be responsible mm-hmm. for like the momentum and the angle and like when I let go and so getting the hang of that and like b- basically, you know, swinging your way up a mountain or towards the side of a cliff or like even in the middle of combat is so much fucking fun. And the firefights in general have that sort of halo flavor that I've missed so much. Then like, yeah, it's it's just still hitting on it's firing on all cylinders for me. And um it's got me bouncing back between the two. So I'm I'm hoping that I also hear that the Halo Infinite campaign is is short as well, which which is something that I want to hear, to be honest. And um yeah, I'm having a I'm having a pretty good time. I'm like drowning in games at the moment. That's but a, I'm like that's a nice problem. You know, yeah, it's a good problem, especially when you when you have vacations. So, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been good, man. I'm, I'm I'm as you know as spoiled as my nephews and my niece are. I'm also very spoiled at the moment. I have so much on my plate, and I also started getting back into Gran Turismo a little bit too. And I'm gonna probably hook my wheel back up to that. I might actually even start streaming some stuff again, like on a weekly on a weekly basis, just like just casual Gran Turismo type shit. Like maybe just do laps or whatever. Um, so yeah, I, that's pretty much been it for me, man. What about you? Yeah. So. That, that's a that's a great list. Astro's Playroom is phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, for me, I like I play my like regular like daily games with my friends. It's, it's a good way for us to kind of um, you know talk and shit. So play a lot of Apex and stuff. But um, s- now that I'm on the West Coast, like everybody has to go to bed way earlier than me. Oh, um, yeah. So I end up you know checking out like. Uh, Mass Effect again. I, I picked it up, so I've been playing that for like two weeks. Uh, the the um, I guess it's the definitive edition. Um, no, legendary edition. There we go. And uh, yeah, so I was I've been working since it came out. I've been working my way through Mass Effect One. No rush at all. Like I'm taking my time. I've been going to like every planet and stuff. And I finally beat it the other day, and I fucking love that game. Like I like I don't remember a ton about it i guess from the first time i played like there's some stuff that stands out but like i think it was doing some really cool shit with like the rpg elements that were kind of taken out uh from the subsequent games um uh which i think was like a a big fault like looking back on it now like i started up um mass effect 2 the other night and i was like damn i don't know if i i love this and mass effect 2 is like my favorite mass effect right like like, I don't, well, the gameplay, I guess, aspect of it. I was like, 
this kind of feels like you took stuff away from me. There's like not a lot of choice. You're like locked into a bunch of different choices. Um, like I'm, you know, carrying over my, my character from Mass Effect 1 and that's all cool. But like once you pick your class, like you're stuck into a subset of weapons you can use. And I forgot about that. I was like, damn. So I got to play the milk toast army guy just to use the sniper. Like that's fucking bullshit. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So like now I'm playing the milk toast army guy because I love the sniper in that in these games. Um, but I, I guess I just didn't remember that, like going into this. Like it's been so long. Um, but that, that kind of like turned me off of like Mass Effect 2. That being said, like I'm having a decent time. With Mass Effect 2 as well, like just going through. They also like removed the the Mako, like traveling and driving on the planets. I forgot about that as well. Huh. You just do like um, you go to each planet and you can like you basically <laughs> like <laughs> uh conquistador. You're just like stripping it of all its minerals and shit. <laughs> it feels it's, yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah, fucked yeah. up. Like at least in the in the in the first one, you're like driving around. And you're like, oh, I happen to come upon these pile of rocks. I'll take these yeah, pile of rocks. I'll like, just put these in no, my but pocket. like in Mass Effect, yeah, exactly. Mass Effect two, uh, two, you're like legit looking for oil and shit. Like, you know, like yeah, you're like Elon <laughs> Musk. Like, give me your lithium. Yeah, exactly. Legit, and it's it's wild. It's like platinum resources up. Like Jesus Christ, just to like upgrade your ship and stuff. And it's, it seems <laughs> pretty harsh. Like on top of like being a space cop, it's like fuck, man. This game, oh yeah, is <laughs> not aging well. Um, that I, I just find that extremely hilarious, and you know that aside is it's it's been like a pretty decent um, uh, play. Like it's been in my nightly kind of game. Like my my girlfriend goes to sleep, and I just stay up pretty late just playing that with my headphones on and just mining resources, you know, destroying planets and stuff like that. A casual, you know. casual um, <laughs> <laughs> conquistadoring around uh yeah it's just it's just kind of wild um but I, I do like the quality of life things they've they've done with you know like movement wise and, and stuff like that little little things that i just you i didn't appreciate at the time because there was such a big gap between one and two right like playing them back to back you like just notice them right off the bat and um i just i just think uh this this game is gonna be my favorite like series for a very long time like i think for the rest of my life probably like i just have such an affinity for it and like the lore it brings and like the just the overall scale of it is just so impressive to me even now a days like it feels huh. it feels vast in a way like um yeah and i i just still really enjoy it um it's one of those ones that like i want to share with my kids and shit you know like oh this is my favorite games back in the day and like yeah, my kids yeah. gonna be like you're a fucking space cop dad <laughs> yeah fuck this <laughs> fuck it's not even an ar fuck you pig um <laughs> fuck you, pig. <laughs> uh yeah i got bad kids in my in my mind you know what i'm saying yeah fuck yeah I'm gonna be such a lax parent. I know I'm just have the worst kids. Yeah, same. I'm gonna be like, yeah, it's all right. It's it's just Mortal Kombat 13. They'll be fine. Yeah, I was actually gonna say, um, it's definitely not as open, and I don't think as sort of like systems heavy as Mass Effect. But I think Guardians of the Galaxy will really scratch a lot of those itches you might have mm -hmm. for what like 
that game basically does because it, you know it's it's still that you know, you're you're sort of commanding other people in your party to do things over the shoulder action combat in real time but it's also like this the interpersonal relationship management yeah. that you have to do and it, it man I, I was blown away by guardians and and it actually kind of also retroactively made me want to potentially revisit mass effect but like it is still one of those things where it's like, man, I have so many games on my plate and so many things to do that I don't know if I could squeeze in another like three yeah. uh, Mass Effect. I, at the I, moment, I had you know? to like not approach it that way. Like I had to just like, all right, Mass Effect, I'm downloading it because I like these games and I'll get to it when I can. Like I, I play it for, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, an hour here and there. I'll just like clear out a planet and like I'll li- literally make that my goal. Like I'm turning it off after I strip this planet of all its resources. <laughs> <laughs> Like an, enough conquistadoring for the day, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So like you know, if, if you you have that itch still, like yeah, I, I would I would definitely recommend it. it. It's also a good kind of like reminder of like you know how you were informed growing up. Like you know, like I remember you yeah. introducing me to this game, and like you know, like that meant so much, and it just means so much different now. Like it just you know you look mm. at it in a different you know point of view and I, I i think that's a really cool thing that these like remasters and remakes are, are doing is like you know they're, they're letting you be you know uh have another perspective and like your grown-up self is literally looking back at your teen self like what the fuck were you on back then you know like <laughs> 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 you know like you didn't even like see this as, as a problem back in the day and i think that's kind of yeah. cool to like you know question your your former like thoughts and like non-thoughts and shit like damn i didn't even yeah think about that stuff honestly it it it, it really is like and anything that you sort of consume nowadays even like old favorites like how often do you put on a movie you're like oh man this is like such a funny movie mm-hmm. and then like 20 minutes in you're like oh yeah i <laughs> forgot about that joke <laughs> um but yeah, no, it, it really is cool to like re-examine stuff that you, mm-hmm. you know, from a from a different, whole different mm-hmm. point of view nowadays, especially after all the shit that's happened, but, um, or that that does continue to happen. But, um, yeah, I guess I mean, uh, you know, one last non-game segment for the year. But uh, I guess I guess going back to Marvel stuff, I, I was a little sort of tuned out for a bit. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of have had that Marvel fatigue, even though I did appreciate whatever the most recent stuff that's come out. Like I, I, I still, have, I don't think I finished Loki, but I did, I did like uh, that. I did like WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, I did also watch Black Widow, but I watched it like on a plane. So that, that's how, that's how. Those you know, are the best to show you. Honestly, that's when I get through honestly. most of those like movies that I like, I'm not going to go to the movie to see this and I'm no. not going to take the time to sit on my couch and watch this. So let's do it on the plane. Right. Yeah. I'm trapped in this metal <laughs> tube. Let's do it. Let's fire up a Marvel movie. Why not so, watch you know, the Incredibles 6 or whatever yeah. this is? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so I, I watched it on a plane recently, I think on my way back from Austin actually. And, uh, you know, I liked it. That it was fine. It was definitely an airplane movie. I'm glad I didn't pay for that shit. Um, but, yeah, so I've been kind of like meh on Marvel for a bit. But Spider-Man, No Way Home, uh, I think I was going to probably watch one way or another because Spider-Man is definitely one of my favorites. It has always been yeah. my one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Just, you know, also just because of the near proximity of it just being about a 
guy from Queens who was sort of like the friendly neighborhood hero. And I mean, talk about stuff that you're revisiting older with a different perspective. It is kind of icky for me to now even be playing Spider-Man Miles Morales and like how friendly, you know, you are with the cops and shit. Oh, right, and like, yeah. You know, shout out to Harper who wrote a really dope piece on Kotaku way back when that everybody should go read about that about that in relation to like how it was portrayed in the first Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all that aside, Spider-Man holds like a near and dear place in my heart. And, you know, because of the buzz and the sort of understanding of where this one was going to go in relation to like multiverses and stuff like that, you, you know, you can sort of, I'm not going to give anything away, even though I did get something spoiled for me on Twitter because Twitter can't fucking chill for like a week <laughs> without spoiling stuff, which I didn't really mind because like I knew that was going to happen in the movie and it was just like, oh, okay, like, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I fucking loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I went with my brother and his fiance, excuse me, and uh, we all watched it and had a really, really good time. I'm, I sort of like, it's kind of undeniable and in a way gross to talk about at the same time, but how wild it is that Marvel has done what so many other film studios mm-hmm. and other places are still playing catch up on. Like, you know, the idea that you could have this shared universe and this shared context and make everything really important and make it relevant to whatever story, even if it's like a small drop of a detail, you have some connection to it or, or even as it relates to characters and how they intersect with one another and how they build relationships that you're supposed to care about that other movies have like, you know, just sort of forced you to care or like tried to convince you to care about like in the opening scene where you're like, wow, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's like this really, really interesting and forgive the pun here, but like web of, nice. of really interesting arcs and characters and how they all relate to one another and shit. And like, no way home is this i don't know it's just this really perverse self uh like circle jerk of like <laughs> look at all of the cool toys look we what have we did yeah look what we did and like look at all these fun things remember this remember that and i'm like in the theater eyes wide open with a grin on my face like the joker like yes <laughs> i i love this so it's it's completely yeah. like um, broken my mind in that sense of like how well tuned and finely like crafted it all is, and it does things with characters that like I think previous attempts at the Spider-Man arc have failed at mm-hmm. in some ways, in a lot of ways, but it also celebrates that history. It's it's just. It's wonderful. I can't recommend it enough if you care about it. I have seen very mixed reactions about Spider-Man. You haven't seen it yet, right? No, no, I haven't seen it. Um, I'm just too afraid to go to the movies right now. I'm not boosted yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta I'm actually boost. trying to get that done tomorrow. So good luck. Nice. I mean, wish me luck. I should try to do Yeah, yeah. Good luck. You good yeah. luck. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, um, I had a fucking amazing time. And... It is like legit one of my favorite Marvel movies. Dope. De- definitely one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, I don't know. I I think if you kind of go into it, especially if you have that reverence for the originals, or well, not the originals, but at least the original trilogy, and then I, I don't know. I kind of like ignored the Andrew Garfield ones. No shade. Like I, I think they they, they were just they were just given like bad scripts and stuff. I think yeah, I had deeper problems. I didn't see the the second one with um yeah I mean, with Jamie Foxx. So, Jamie yeah, Fox. I missed yeah. I missed that whole thing. But I I mean I saw that he's in the new one, so that I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm actually like I like these. You know, I I love Marvel movies. I love comic books and shit. And having that right. fatigue is is so easy to come by. And you know, um, I actually just saw the second movie in this uh trilogy uh like the other night like me and my girlfriend um have been watching since the beginning of this year have been watching all of the marvel movies and spider-man was the only one that was wasn't on any like streaming so we oh. we bought like the nine movie set with like all the sam raimi oh. ones and like yeah the andrew garfield one of course and uh so it had these and uh the second one it was cool like i, I thought it was it was decent i liked um I like the the first one with um, Tom Holland better than I do the second one. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. It was fun, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm hyped to to see it. I'm glad like most people are coming away positive about it. Like I know it's easy to get like cynical about these movies. Um, yeah, and you know, I, I love the the Twitter jokes of you know Martin Scorsese and shit. Like I, I love that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, speaking of like Marvel, like all of the Marvel shows that come out, I think that's like my preferred way to watch these things now. Like the mm. movies are a lot. And I think storytelling, especially in these like comic books, like work better episodically, like um, for especially like the smaller characters and stuff. And uh, Hawkeye came out uh, last month or the month before. And it's been really fucking good. It, it's probably like my favorite after WandaVision. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy Renner is it's really good. Uh, I forget the actor's name that plays uh, the new Hawkeye. Um, but she's really good. Like the chemistry is great. I, I thought like I, I kind of got like I was like, damn, I'm out of the joke because like on the outside of a joke because like on Twitter, everybody was like bashing Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I was like, damn, what do you do? They were like, you know, basically like saying that he was on some mega shit, like Hawkeye and shit. And I was just like, damn, like, damn, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he deserved that. I guess it's the look of the guy, but uh, they were funny. I'm not gonna lie, but I was like, damn, I'm, I just, I was like, what do you do? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he did or said oh, he some, did some real shit? stupid shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Then never mind. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, the show itself was, was really good. It took a lot from um, the one of the most recent um, uh, Hawkeye comics, which was really good. Um, and yeah, I, I I loved it. And like all these other shows are like wrapping up. So uh one of my favorite shows over the last like five years now which is crazy uh also wrapped up uh insecure uh yeah season finale just came out last last weekend and uh it was a nice send-off for the show it was like one of those emotional ones i I love when shows go out at the right time like they they don't overstay the welcome and insecure just did it right like it had its ups and downs some seasons were better than others of course but uh i think it was just so solid all the way through you know, like overall, um, and just the discourse that it created on Twitter and, 
you know, the Lawrence Hive, Issa Hive. Like, I, I love all that shit. And it was overall pretty positive, right? Like, um, I think the message and what they're what Issa Rae was doing with the show was just incredible. And yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, there really wasn't a show like this before. And now you're seeing all these other, like, insecure clones, which I think is dope. Right. That, like, you know, you set out to make something that was inspired by other things. And now people are inspired by this thing. And Insecure is just phenomenal if you haven't watched it it's really fun look at like mundane black experiences like you know just regular black people doing shit <laughs> um yeah. exaggerated of course right like it's it's kind of in that same vein of atlanta i tweeted about this like it's kind of rare that shows kind of get it right like it's mm. not uh you know leaning too heavy on on one thing or the other it's just like slice of life shit uh you know this is what people go through and yeah, we're we're way more you know similar than we are like the, the caricature of like black folks and like this monolith of like how we're supposed to act and shit. It's it's a I, I just think it's it's a really good testament of like caring about the thing that you're making and like mm-hmm. you know kind of doing whatever they wanted to do, which I thought was great. Um, yeah, I, we actually just watched the second to last episode, so we have the finale queued up it's like maybe we might even just watch it tonight um yeah but yeah no it's it's a it's a great show i like yeah everything you said and then some it's it's a, it's a wonderful show yeah and it, I've, I've like found so many uh i should shouldn't say discovered so many artists and like from music based on like the, the soundtracks from every episode there's always like something a song that i like i'll just look yeah. up the, the the soundtrack for that episode and, and you know become a fan of new music so i i definitely uh recommend watching it it's definitely going to be one of those those shows that like people are going to revisit um it, it's it's up there it's one of it's in the the hbo pantheon oh yeah um other than that i also watched this movie <laughs> called don't look up um it was like the netflix movie with like all these uh star studded cast um all these like actors. So it has uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as like the lead. It has, um, what's her freaking name? Uh, Meryl Streep, uh, Jonah Hill, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, like crazy cast. Like, you're like, what the fuck is this movie? And it's like, um, it's, I had fun with the movie. I have some like kind of critical thoughts about it. Like it, it seemed like uh, a liberal uh edgelord kind of flick um huh. <laughs> where it's like look at the mi- look in the mirror america this is what we are like you know <laughs> like it's like a, a capitalist hellhole and like just looking at like how crazy the world is and and how cynical you know it takes a cynical look at like technology and uh global warming and and like these natural disasters the it's basically an allegory for covid and and shit like that but um it has some really funny moments in it um and some like surprise cast that like don't pop up in the credits it's really funny um i I think it's worth the the look just to like you know check it out it's it's a fairly short movie so um i i thought it was pretty cool it's on netflix called don't look up and it's about like an asteroid that's gonna hit there yeah i've I've been meaning to watch that i i was actually just talking about this with my partner and uh yeah i'm very intrigued i'm even more intrigued now <laughs> yeah because uh yeah I, I had a lot of fun with it i'm not gonna lie like it, it was it was a 
entertaining watch that kind of came out of nowhere. I just, it just popped up on like the the top ten list, and I was like, "What is this?" And it's like fucking Jennifer Lawrence. Not that <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I see you have something on here that I also watched. Um, tell me about the Matrix Resur- Resurrections. Yeah, uh, the Matrix Resurrection. You heard of it? <laughs> Uh, The Matrix Resurrections, uh, another movie that I actually loved. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, I, I actually loved it. Um, yeah, it, it was sort of this, uh, I was not expecting what I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, like kind of halfway through, I was like, oh, huh. Like they're kind of cleverly doing the Force Awakens thing, you know, of like, hey, remember that? cool death star scene bro yo hit this bro we're doing that <laughs> shit again look we got modern technology now look at that shit and we got fucking uh look at that <laughs> so it does that which is cool yeah um i will say i did not love the fight scenes no yeah that, honestly those were the were the worst parts of the Oof. of the movie um yeah yeah i like I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. I thought they, you know, took a cool spin at, you know, they could have made another Matrix movie and like made it the same vibe as this one. But I I thought it was a nice nesting egg of Matrix bullshit, which I love. Like, make it (laughs) it weird. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't even need to understand what's going on. And I'm fine. Like, (laughs) some of the Mm -hmm. explanations, I'm like, and I like, I feel that I know a lot about the Matrix and like oh, lore same. and shit. Like I played the games and all those, ex- mm. you know, shit that you only could see in the game and stuff like that. Like I know about Morpheus actually dying and the the online game and all that shit. And then I, yeah, yeah. some parts in this movie, I'm like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> you know, I found myself arguing with the movie and I was like, this is great. I love that. Like, I don't want to know what's going to happen beforehand. Like it shouldn't have to make sense all the way through, you know, even though I, th- I thought yeah. it was pretty coherent. Um, For sure. And it, it's just, it's interesting. Cause like, I think what a lot of people were probably expecting was like, oh, okay, this is going to be like a real deep message right. about like, you know, modern times and like, all right, here we go. It's going to do what, what it kind of tried to do in like 98 or 99 or whatever. And the movie is just like, nope, nope. It's a, uh, it's actually a love story. Yep. It's great. Um, they were sorry. That might be a kind of a spoiler. Nah, but they show the handshake in the in the trailer. It's fine, right? Yeah. And, I mean, also uh, the Matrix is a love story. Like, <laughs> it, but yeah. I mean, like, have you fucking watched the trilogy? <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. Uh, so yeah, in that case, uh, in that sense, I like really loved how much of like a troll, like a shit post of a movie it mm-hmm. is in in a sense. And um, yeah, I just kind of like. Uh, it took me, it was one of those things where at first I, I kind of, it was done and I was like, huh, okay. And then like, that's how I know, like, so, okay, like listener, I'm gonna let you in on a secret here. <laughs> Whenever I like listen to a thing or I watch a yeah. thing or I read a thing or I play a thing and I'm kind of like, I'm with games less so, I'm, I think I'm a little bit less forgiving because like I, I need a lot of pieces to come together and I think games are just impossible miracles duct taped together and glued and, you know, just barely functioning pieces of fucking wonder but movies are kind of the same thing for me because a lot has to go right a lot Mm -hmm. has to line up and when something kind of rubs me the wrong way i usually listen to that it it has to sort of like 
do it a certain way though. If it's like crass or if it's immature, if it's, you know, kind of trite, cliche, then I'm like, all right, I'll just do something else. But, or I'll just move on. I don't, I don't necessarily need to spend any more energy thinking about why I'm reacting the way I'm reacting to it. But with the Matrix Resurrections, I was like, okay, I don't immediately love it. And I don't know if I don't know if I actually love love it, but I kind of love it. Like it, it took me a day or so of like thinking about it and sort of interrogating those feelings, and then also kind of wanting to rewatch it, which I which I'm probably gonna do sometime this week with my partner because she hasn't seen it yet, um, which I'm excited to do because I want to just sort of revisit. And the Matrix also benefits from like multiple yeah. watches. It's one of those movies, so. Yeah, it took me it took me a while, and when I when that happens, I usually like follow. I usually kind of chase that, and and until the point where I go, oh, actually, I think I do like this. I think it was like maybe not pushing the buttons I was expecting it to push, or maybe it like I don't know. It it didn't. I I did maybe come in with a certain level of expectations, and maybe those expectations weren't met, and like maybe I should kind of meet it, you know, meet the thing where it is, and like I take a lot of things into consideration and think about it for a while, and this is one of those situations where I thought about it. And I was like, oh, actually, no, I think I love this. Yeah, I, I kind of had the same reaction, but I was able to break it up into two settings, sittings, um, oh, okay. which was nice. Because yeah, yeah. like last week we recorded, I had watched it right before, like I watched half and then we recorded and then I finished it up. And as we were recording, I was just like thinking and mulling it over. And I was just like, this is kind of like funny as fuck, because like it's a cool like, um, you know, it's kind of like an old, it's, it's like watching, it's like reading the side books of Harry Potter, right? Like it feels like one of those. It's like, right. damn, I love being in this world, but also make it weird. Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to, you know, like stick to the script and in fucking Doogie Hauser. Doogie Hauser's in the show. That's how you know we old. We call him Doogie Hauser. Doogie Hauser. Um, well, ask your parents. Yeah. Um, one thing I don't like about this is in general, though, I don't like aging up character uh, actors. Oh yeah, I did not for like roles. that. Um, this is minor spoiler, but I'm not going to tell you who. You'll know right immediately. It's it's You'll not right it's not convincing at all. <laughs> um, not at all. And it just it seems weird that they did that for this while showing weird. a flashback. It's like there was no need. <laughs> do that yeah 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 um yeah i I just hate when they do that like oh man i hate when they age up actors for no reason like there was for no no reason like i'm i can my i can spin my disbelief that just get an older actor i don't there's no need you tell me that get someone yeah tell me that's the character i'll be like okay i know who that is right yeah that was like nah nah I kind of I kind of enjoyed no. that choice too, right? Like that makes me like it too. It's like it's, it's dumb. so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. You know what I would? You know what I would have wanted to see? Oh, that was hard to say. Um, I had to really like enunciate <laughs> that one. <laughs> what I would have wanted to see was, to be honest with you, and this is going to be very, very fucking particular and very fucking specific. Mm-hmm. But just follow me here. Follow the white rabbit here. Um, I would have wanted to see more like drone videography or drone you know cinematography mm. i guess because because i feel like have you ever seen some of like like footage of like a drone following a rally car like yeah or like 
or like a drift car or like a drone like that video of the drone that goes through that bowling alley and yeah, shit like it's that incredible. like it's incredible. It's it's wild to me that like in 99 or whatever, they were basically doing all these interesting camera techniques. And to my knowledge, here in this film, it doesn't feel like, I don't know, one of the things I was kind of expecting was uh, that sort of like on the forefront mm. of what's possible. Yeah. And in 99, the bullet time stuff and the sort of like 360 camera rigs were like revolutionary. So I would have loved to have seen like an intro. I mean, they had plenty of spaces. I feel like to to try this with like really big, grand, you know, fight scenes where I feel like a drone could have been like flying in and out of that shit and would have felt so fucking cool and kinetic and like yeah. you know just wild to to just drink with your eyeballs. And then I don't really, I didn't really think you know there was some cool stuff in there, but I feel like I was more wowed by the Unreal Engine five demo. Oh, yeah. than I was by a lot of this shit and. At the same time, like, it's fine, mm-hmm. I guess. But I, for a movie that sort of legacy is so steeped in like, wow, look how far they pushed the genre or like the sort of craft. Right. I didn't feel like a lot of that was present here. And I feel like that was a, a real big missed opportunity. But all that aside, I do still think it's like a really funny little troll puzzle mm-hmm. piece that they have sort of placed among the chaotic timeline that we now live in that I feel like we kind of deserve it. I feel like this is kind of what yeah. we deserve and I think it's it's kind of great. I, I I want more Matrix shit, right? Like, just yeah. same way I want more Star Wars shit. Just give me all the Matrix shit. Like, comic books, cartoons, just fucking flood it. I don't give a fuck. I love <sighs> these weird, stupid characters and all the weird technology yeah. and all the bad makeup. It's great. Maybe we can convince... Because technically we are a Tencent mm. production. Maybe we could convince someone up higher up at Tencent to just buy the video game rights or whatever. Ooh. I'll draft up an email and, and send it to you. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Let me yeah type that up. Let me see that because then maybe we could even get in there as characters. Oh, that'd be dope. What would your like? What would your hacker name be? Like you know how they're like, oh, my name is fucking Smoke uh, <laughs> Zip Tie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like it would be string because I'm like, I'm thin. String. You know what I mean? String. String. Mine would be, uh, mine would be clutch. Clutch. Oh, that's perfect, actually. That's perfect, right? <laughs> Damn it. Damn. Damn. <laughs> 10 cent. Let's talk, Yo, baby. That's, uh, we um, own those rights to that name. Yeah, we own that. That's, I will, that's copyright. I will sue the shit out of whoever uses clutch. I will clutch. sue the shit out of anybody. <laughs> I'll make that an NFT. <laughs> Shit. Um, <laughs> That's what I do. All right, cool. Let's uh, let's jump into questions one more time for 2021. Yeah. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to, to throw them into our questions channel. So that like a Caribbean. <laughs> Throw it. if you're also in the fanbyte discord we have an optional channel in there as well uh you can also email us at podcast at fanbyte.com or uh, yeah and put optional in the subject line so i can catch it or call us leave us a voicemail do it be brave call 424-426-3799 that's 424-gamer zz so we can hear those lovely voices on the show uh jason this is kind of like a post-Christmas question, but it's yeah, okay. So, we'll allow yeah. it. Uh, 
Jason asks, if you had to replace Christmas dinner with a completely different meal, what would that be? Um, I would make Christmas less formal. Um, yeah. I, w- I, w- I wish it was a takeout holiday. For me, it is. Like, yeah. it's a Chinese food holiday for me. Like, growing oh, up yeah. in New York. Um, like, as we, like, grew apart from, like, family and family moved to different states and stuff, we stopped having so much people so you know we're like let's we don't have to make a fucking spiral ham like sure <laughs> don't let's get some fucking chinese food <laughs> and chill out you know like hell yeah you know, or, you know I, I like that that sort of stuff and just hang with the fam and open your gifts if you're you know if you're doing that or just chill around the house in your jammies like christmas is like a really nice day off for me like you know being in retail for so long it just feels like I'm not doing shit, especially cooking. Like, not doing it. Yeah, not doing it. So, like, takeout holiday, like anything takeout, even if if you're not into Chinese food, whatever. But like, I would switch it with that. For me, it's Chinese food. Okay, that's that's a solid choice. I I could definitely see myself doing that. Also, yeah, this year we didn't do a big grand meal. Um, In fact, my brother and his fiance. Uh, they made these things called, um, they're technically called uh, yapingachos, which are like Ecuadorian, according to the internet, my Google results, <laughs> uh, potato patties Ooh. or pancakes stuffed with cheese. Hell yeah. Um, you, you've definitely had them yes. before, like at my house, but they're like these little, yeah, these little potato patties that you kind of, you know, on a griddle, you, you get them on both sides until they're like crispy brown. And then you just like... It's just like this potato-y, crunchy, but still soft in the middle and cheesy, just deliciousness. And you can, sometimes you'll, it'll be served with like a peanut sauce, whatever. It's, it's really good. Anyway, they made those, but they made some with, um, they kind of flipped the family recipe and put some uh, chorizo Ooh. in it, um, which I think is really good. So we, we didn't have the, tr- the traditional dinner. We just kind of threw stuff together. But yeah, I would definitely say maybe something like that, something really simple. Like just that with like a salad and yeah. you know maybe some other side or whatever. Yeah, it's basically like um, let's make sides for, for the holidays. Right, I love that. Yeah, yeah, because because it's too much work otherwise. But or yeah, like you said, let's just order takeout. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds fucking perfect. Like no one has to worry about. It. It's a gift from us to right, us. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, Snacks McGee writes in. Happy holidays, y'all. What were your favorite winter activities as a kid, and what are they now as an adult? shit man so i i grew up in the suburbs right so when i was like really young when we first moved to like long island uh we had snowball fights and we used to go sledding and shit and that was brand new to us because we came from the city and shit so that was like yeah it unlocked mad shit because before we just throw ice balls at him (laughs) around the (laughs) yeah slush and shit at the around the project building so like uh, you know, having fresh snow powder, it don't even hurt. Like it's nice. <laughs> nope. It explodes on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh we would um in Long Island in the town that I grew up in, we they would have like uh especially around Christmas, like the Christmas week or day, the fire department would drive around on their trucks and like, you know, have a bunch of lights and stuff and just wave to the kids and all that stuff. We used to have a yearly snowball fight with the firemen. And that was, that was like something we always look forward to. It was like, used to be mad kids on my block. Like kids used to play outside back in my day. Um, yeah, it it was wild. It was, it was a weird thing to see, you know, like, yeah. The good old days. The good old days. We have to get (laughs) worried about getting kidnapped. Um, but yeah, you just fight, uh, security, uh, firemen. It was great. 
That's great. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, now, uh, chill, man. I, I like winter. I like being inside. Yep. Um, actually, yesterday we went to uh, me and my girlfriend. We went to uh, see the lights at the the big park down here in, in the Bay Area, and they had a bunch of like light shows, and they had all these trees lit up, and it was great. It was really cool. I like that stuff too. Like, take That's it nice. easy. Let's take yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm of that mindset nowadays for sure. It's the same thing for me. It's like I'd prefer to stay in, especially if it's snowing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. Maybe the bodega for like five minutes, but we're going right back home. Um, Did you? Do you and your family like play board games and stuff like, or like puzzles and stuff like that? Because we used to do that too. Yeah, I was about to say like so. We we also just got. A puzzle from one of our good friends. Um, they uh, got us one as a gift for Christmas, and we were doing it earlier while watching some Housewives of Potomac, the greatest show on television. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we used to do stuff like that. I remember when I was a kid, one of the favorite things I used to do was this is going to sound so wild, but we, it was the area I lived in in Queens. Uh, like the nearest supermarket was kind of far because it was like this sort of like hybrid. It was mostly like a suburb. It was like a tiny suburb, if you can imagine it, like kind of like a fucking a Peter Parker ass suburb, like, <laughs> kind of like. And um, yeah, Queens you know, is this, weird, by the way. Queens is very strange. It's, it's like very this strange. weird hybrid, different neighborhoods and stuff. Anyway, and then we still have like buses and subways <laughs> that come out there. So like, uh, yeah, and then so we would live kind of far from the supermarket so it didn't make sense to dig your car out and then you know especially if it was really bad when we were like in the 90s so what we used to do as kids was like we would just walk to the supermarket but my dad uh he would like drag us on the sleigh and we would just kind of have fun doing that on the way there and then once we got there the sleigh actually had like <laughs> it was a car utilitarian yeah. purposes yeah so we put all all the groceries in the sleigh and then we would bring it back home but it was just like a cool little like way to see your neighborhood because like nobody was going anywhere, so it was just like that's like that's the one of the cool things about snow days is like shit shuts down. Yeah, like uh, you know th- there'll definitely be like yeah um, plowing and stuff as much as they can, but if it's really bad, like there is not a damn thing happening, and it feels like one big movie set. Um, so it's kind of cool, but uh, yeah, same same as an adult, I just uh, would rather just stay inside and do puzzles and watch Potomac. Nice. Uh, Okay, Jesse writes in, do you have any holiday gaming traditions or comfort games slash genres you play? I started an annual tradition where I play butterfly butterfly soup every year, the start of January to start my year off on a really smart and fun, positive game. Uh, Do you have anything, Cam? Uh, When I was like in high school and like a little younger, I would always have friends over on on, like Christmas. Um, And we would just play like mostly like racing games or like golden eye or some shit and like just stuff that we can just like pile around that think about um and that was always like really fun i mean now like you know i haven't lived with like family in, in a in a minute um so usually i just like chill and like maybe just play a, a comfort game but like I, I don't know what it is about the holidays but it makes me want to play racing games like just mm. arcadey racers like i don't know um burnout like that that comes to mind like yeah yeah, exactly so yeah about you uh nope i don't have i don't i don't have anything i uh it's got me thinking though maybe i should uh maybe i should set some time aside to like start my new year with some like positive energy (laughs) yeah that's a that is a good idea you know 
just get ready for whatever 2022 has in store. Yeah, 2022. I'm just <laughs> at this point. I'm like, what? What do you got? What do you yeah. got? Um, Desiccated Veins writes in. What are some of your non-gaming bests of the year? Could be anything: albums, movies, shows, podcasts. Also, could be things you watched, played, listened to for the first time, not from 2021. Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> I got a lot. I, I got a lot of shows um, and podcasts, especially from earlier in the year. One of my favorite podcasts um, this year was um, Unraveled, was which is like. Um, the first season was about the Long Island serial killer. Uh, <laughs> I know there's like a lot of conversation about like uh, true crime going on right now and like how it's not healthy for you, but I still love that shit, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Unraveled is fascinating because uh, the first season is about the Long Island serial killer and I used to live on Long Island and it's one of my favorite topics. Uh, that's my favorite podcast shows it was just so good like this year a lot of good sci-fi yeah. uh the foundation was amazing uh there's a cool show it's like a british superhero power show called uh the nevers um, which was on hbo that was great lupin was amazing i love that show i gotta finish that Fuck. um i thought it was just really cool positive fluff like it's great there's no stakes it's great um the Bad Batch was a Star Wars show spinoff. It was great. Mayor of Easttown was really good. WandaVision, all the, the Marvel shit. That was cool. Um, and Wheel of Time was my most recent one. I love that show. It's really good. It's like, um, it's very like fantastical. It's like a fantasy setting. Oh. Um, but set in, I don't know. Is it our world? <laughs> Who knows? Oh. Um, very good. Is it a Ren Fair? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. It's, it's, it's a, uh, it's I don't know. It's one of those things. Like I'm not a I'm not a like fantasy sci-fi type person. Like I'm like space sci-fi. I'm like near future yeah. shit. I'm not like high elves and all that stuff. Like I'm usually not into that stuff. But this is in that vein, and I, I dig it. All right, that was a solid solid selection. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine I think is pretty obvious. This is the year I I got into Formula One. Nice. Uh, via Drive to Survive the previous year seasons because this this most recent season i guess the 2021 season of drive to survive not not f1 um was not great for a lot of reasons i think covid heavily impacted the production of that show and it, it definitely shows but i still think it's worth a watch um barring in mind that you can sort of take everything with a grain of salt and realize that it's more of a, a housewives reality television show than a really serious sports documentary that it sort of pretends to be. It still is in some ways because you're seeing some amazing footage and in like 4K and shit. But it got me into the sport and it got it did what it was basically supposed to do, which is get me interested in the sport and following the sport. And I do. Uh, I was watching, I was continuing my rewatch of the 2018 season, 2018 season earlier. F1 is is uh is it's incredible and it got me more into like motorsports and driving games, so that's been really cool. Um, I highly recommend it. Just check it out. Uh, Ted Lasso this year was phenomenal. Ooh, yeah, uh, about it's that. a show that continues to give and give and give, and I love that show dearly. Uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. Uh, I love you, Giselle. I love you as well. Please come on the show sometime. I would love to have you. Uh, Pen Fifteen wrapped up its its series with its second season, and talk about like a show that doesn't overstay its welcome, like Insecure. Uh, 
Pen15, honestly, is probably in my top three television shows of all time. It's some of the most brilliant television I've ever seen, like full stop, Uh, you know, in ways better than some of the highest moments of like The Wire and like fucking uh, Sopranos and stuff. Like it is like gut-wrenching, existential and brilliant in ways that could like just blew my mind into like a million pieces. Cannot recommend Pen15 enough on Hulu. Um, also, when I went to LA, I went to the Getty. That was fun. That was great. Always wanted to do it. And I think if you're in LA, it's worth a visit. Um, and honestly, my last one has been just more than anything, just remembering to like reconnect with friends and family and loved yeah. ones. Um which is a corny and cheesy one, I know. But no, it, it is important. That's super important. I also like also do like little shit for yourself. I just reminded yeah. myself of like quality of life shit, right? So I got you know we got the new apartment and it has wood floors everywhere. So as to keep the floors safe and stuff, I'm like, what can I do? I don't want to put a carpet under my chair, my rolly chair. You know, it's not smart. Um, so I bought like those nice fucking razor scooter wheels, the soft joints. For my oh. chair, and it's great. I'm gliding around this bitch silently. It's 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 amazing, and the floors are safe. So wow, that was like my best decision this year. It was great. Um, besides moving, yeah, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Also, this I guess I it's wild to think about. It. It's it's been this year, but um, yeah, this was the year I also got into like sim racing. I mean, this is it's it's video game related, but. Yeah as a result it's gotten me way back into cars so like a lot of car <laughs> youtube videos in my algorithm now like a lot of a car lot tiktoks of, yeah a lot of car tiktoks a lot of like cart racing tiktoks like like uh you know carts um yeah lots of car detailing tiktoks like a lot of just car related stuff even though i know like yeah, cars are the worst and highways are the are the worst. But like as a fun enthusiast thing, oh man, it's so much fun. Um, okay, last question. Last question of 2021. Wow. Uh, it goes to Jose. And who better than to, to take us out in such a beautiful on-brand <laughs> way? Jose asks, taking a page from Charlie XCX's podcast, what do you want your funeral to be like? Who's going to be there? Will there be a color scheme? Any unconventional requests? And most importantly, what song are they going to play to send you off? Cam? Dang, you have to serve me up first. Um, I Honestly, I think about this often. Like, I'm not like afraid of like death too much. I'm afraid of legacy and like what that means and all that stuff. It's existential. Don't get high with me. It's, it's not a good time. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I want I want it to be. I want people to like you know get your cry off, of course. But I want it to be happy tears, right? Like, yeah, I made it to whatever level I made it to at that point, right? Like, I want everybody to just vibe out and like you know enjoy enjoy the time. If hopefully it's an open casket. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can hope we can only hope uh that it's an open casket if it is you know come you know pat your boy and you know send, send me off right like i want people to feel um great i want also i 
definitely want to die before everybody else, right? Like, I don't want to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I, I'm the first yeah, one Yeah, like, go. I tell my girlfriend this all the time. I was like, I'm definitely going first. You got to take care of the kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, you know, I want I, I want my family there. Now, I hope, yeah. Hopefully, it'll, I'll have, like, older kids at that time. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, I get right. to stay on the, on this rock for a little bit um color scheme i don't know some oranges fall colors oranges and greens and you know chill chill vibes or we could do like a diddy video black and white all white yeah the shiny black casket with the white the white black drop actually yeah i want that um that way we could freak the outfits right we could put a nice like reverse like suit and tie uh, Justin Yo, Timberlake. I'm coming in like Neo, <laughs> fucking with the long trench coat. Fucking, Hell yeah. The, the priest collar and shit. Oh, Yo. what? Hell yeah. Um, wow. Very Men in Black, you know, the end of Men in Black 1, where they were like, oh, it's the future now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got new glasses. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know Damn. what song sent me off. Um, today was a good day, Ice Cube. Uh, I don't know, something upbeat, something that's gonna get everybody like, you know what? Death is not that bad. It's all right. Not a not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I'm yeah, sad because you know my my boy's gone, but you know, it's it's a yeah yeah. What about you? Give me give yeah. me give me some uh, paint the picture for me. I've thought about this, um, and yeah, it would definitely be kind of like you said. I I I do love that nowadays. There's a trend of like you know, millennials or, or whatever, so to speak, that have been kind of, you know, re reestablishing what the expectations are for these kinds of ceremonies. Mm. And I feel like, uh, yeah, mine would definitely be more of a celebration. Like, I, I do not. I mean, I, I understand that funerals are definitely for the family and for the grieving and stuff. So it's like kind of selfish of me to be like, well, it's my party still. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is my party, damn it. Um, so, you know, to an extent, I still wanted to feel like a like a celebration. So it would not be in a damn funeral home. It wouldn't be in some... I don't even know if it would be open casket. I kind of wanted to feel like maybe there's like a... Uh, there's like a fucking hologram of oh, me in the corner. Right. At your best. And it's it? just like... Yeah. Remember yeah. me this way. Right. Or we hire like a deep fake actor to just play me. And then answer questions from people like on off camera, like behind a wall, but you can see the hologram reacting. And I'm just like, yeah, being dead sucks, man. It's it, <laughs> it's horrible. Like, yeah. um, and you, you have 240 episodes of this podcast to use for voice analysis. Oh my so you god, can what craft the uh, the voice around? Um, <laughs> thank you so, all for coming. <laughs> thank you for coming <laughs> to my movie for funeral. Um, so yeah, it would definitely be a celebration. I probably have like. It would just be basically like a really nice uh, lounge. You yeah, know what I mean, like there would be there would be a section. It basically like a really posh Dave and Buster's. Nice. You know, there's like a couple DDR machines. If you want to play some fucking uh, Time Crisis, you could do that. We got the initial D machines in the corner. The Mario Kart's right across from that. We got Ski Ball. You could Ooh. go bowl. It's a bowling alley. Yeah, it's a nice bowling alley. I um. um I just thought of something like I love like the hood funerals. Um, I think they do it right. Like they're, they're like tapping into some 
some old tradition of like putting mad shit in the funeral in the casket with the person like to send them off and they're like standing up yeah, or or yeah or they prop them up on a motorcycle or some shit on like, a motorcycle <laughs> yeah that's fire love that oh, shit wow. like put a bunch of stuff in my casket like things that you think i might like fuck it like a pharaoh and shit like take i'll take it yeah. all with me you know yeah, I mean? if if you if we can't, yo, Cam, if this is, I'm leaving this to you. Now. You have to, or you, you're, <laughs> Got you know, you. if in the in the event that this happens, uh, th- do that because I know the hologram technology won't be available yet. So I feel like just put me in like a you know a little uh, an eight six, okay, kind of like prop me up like yeah. that with flowers inside and everything, Fire. and just like, but just make me like drifting. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, yo, have the fog <laughs> machine popping off the back. Oh, Yo, man. how ill would that, that be? Like, be it's it's drifting, so the car is already sideways, and I have my hand kind of like on the window, the window down, <laughs> with shades on, and I'm just kind of like looking at you, like looking at everybody at, over the party, oh, but I'm also God. like elevated. Um, All right, what's the so song? So that, and the song is I've thought about this. The song and I've actually mentioned this to my partner before, which might be my favorite song of all time? Question mark. Uh, the whispers. Ooh. And the beat goes on. Right, yeah. That's your jam for sure. Yeah, so if if you can imagine just like putting my casket on a little boat or whatever, like a wooden boat on the East River <laughs> and then pushing it out and then, you know. By the East River, uh, that's so funny. Firing a flaming arrow like a <laughs> Viking funeral and then the whispers and the beat goes on. Is playing. It ignites the two NOS cans coming out the fucking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and it's a green explosion. You're like, wow, I didn't even know they had like, green explosions. Uh, that's my funeral. I love it. Love it. This, that's a good yeah. thought experiment, too. Like, it makes you um, think about that stuff. I definitely like think about like wills and shit all the time. So, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You can get the, you can have a second PlayStation if I go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. One for the office. Yeah, one for the office. For my sim setup. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Uh, Cam, thank you for, uh, as always, for being on the show and, you know, being the co-pilot, my my co-host, my co-pilot here. Um, and, you know, yeah, I hope you have a good new year. I hope everyone out there has a good new year. And um, let's hope that, I don't know, things start looking up for once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's try to, you know, stay positive. I, I, I'm a cynical person to begin with. And, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to be cautious, but also like, you know, try to have a good outlook, man. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like try to keep your health as good as it can be possibly be. It's very hard right now, but, you know, keep keep your people close and uh, do what you think is right. And just give it a give it a go, man. Like it, it's hard out here for a pimp. We get it, mm-hmm. but you know, give it a good college, give it the old college try. <laughs> give it the old <laughs> college try. As uh, you're talking to someone who dropped out of college. <laughs> well, <laughs> I college gave it, sucks. I gave it a try. It's a scam. Yeah. Uh, b- but uh, yeah. Um, before we wrap up the show, Cam, uh, how can the folks uh, find you online? You can catch me on Twitter. Um, at Cappy Can't Lose. Yeah, you, the only rule is don't be a dick. You can follow me. Don't interact with your boy. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Polymayo. That's P-O-L-I-M is in Mario, A-Y-O. You know what I was thinking about? I always have these ideas at, at this moment, right, when we're about to close the show. Yeah. Uh, well, I think last time I, th- I said I was going to do something and I already forgot what that thing was. I think it was a stream. I don't know. I've, I've already forgotten. Oh, TikTok. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You said you were going to create one. Here's my other idea that is going to be like for 10 people. And that's kind of exactly what I want. Uh, a newsletter. Ooh. Because I don't, I, I just like don't want to be on Twitter anymore. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've like made my Instagram private. I've like I've kind of slowly been taking one social media account away after the other. I'm still on them, but I'm like lurking more than anything because uh, I just think that'd be kind of a cool way to just like have a and just but give it like an actual hook. Okay, that's not just like here are things I like. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see where that idea goes. We'll we'll see how far I chase that white rabbit. I love a, um, I love a newsletter. Right? Just in your inbox. Feels nice. Like, ooh, another one. You don't have to, I mean, you have to subscribe. You don't have to do anything else. Just, It just it just comes right to you. Um, thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions and or comments, please send them over to podcast at fanbyte.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can also send us questions and talk to us in our amazing Discord. You can find a link to that in the show notes as well as to the Fanbyte Discord. If you go to fanbyte.casa, you can just also do that. It's really easy. Um, we're on pretty much every podcast catcher out there. Although if you have an Apple Podcast account, please, please, please rate and review us on there. It goes a long way. If we've brought any joy to you in 2021, please give us the gift of a rating and a review on your uh, podcast app of choice, especially if it's Apple Podcasts. Oh, um, uh, the Discord found out that we can you can rate the podcast on Spotify now. What? So if more do folks, that. If, if folks are yeah, if folks are listening on Spotify, do that. That that'll really help us out. And you know, we don't want to tell you, you know, five stars, but you know, hey, come on, listen, hey, come on, hey. hey. Come on. Uh, as always, we're at the Optional NYC on Twitter. You can find Fanbyte at Fanbyte Media on Twitter. And you can find the rest of the podcast that me and Jordan Mallory produce over at fanbyte.com slash podcast or podcastnet.work. Be sure to check out the Fanbyte team streams over at twitch.tv slash fanbyte. And of course, fanbyte.com for all of the amazing guides, news, trending pieces, and more. New The site redesign is fire. So, Go check so that good. out. It's so good. Uh, so until next time, everyone. Until next year. Oh, shit. We'll see you next year. We'll see you next year. Peace. Peace.